Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Call to Action podcast. Today is Thursday, November 12th. And my man, wow. I mean, action. Can you believe it? I mean, I'm just exhaling now from the <laughs> excitement and experience we had Wednesday night. I mean, I think we were at the game ended, at least the, the Western Toledo game, our last game ended at what it had to be 1230, maybe on, on Thursday morning. I don't know what time it was. I and, lost all and, track. Well, I'll tell you what, I couldn't sleep either way. <laughs> I was I was up till 2 a.m. probably just laying in bed just thinking thinking about what life was thinking maxion thoughts yep those are some good thoughts man those are some good (laughs) thoughts i'll tell you um you know tuesday and wednesday night i I, first of all props huge props to our medical teams uh i want to shout them out before anyone uh you know second straight week that we've gotten in every game and uh that's huge and that's what this is uh you know uh, trying to get through this nasty, nasty pandemic and, and have a little ray of hope is, is always great. And to get two nights and, and uh, all of our teams playing again this week was great to see. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we see, especially this week, we've seen a lot of cancellations and a lot of negative things coming out of sports and coronavirus and stuff. So to, like you said, to give the people a little Tuesday and Wednesday night hope, get them over the hump for, for the week. Uh, is always a good sign. And like you said, props to our medical staff. They've obviously done a, an amazing job advising us on, on what to yeah. do, testing protocols and all that stuff. There's a lot that goes on behind the scenes yes. that a lot of people don't know. All the working groups that go into these meetings and, and testing things. And so, yeah, absolutely. People, Shout out to people's them. minds would be blown with yes. what goes on um, and how this is all able to you know, be pulled off. So, and it all starts with, you know, the commissioner and on down. I mean, everyone has the same goal and that's what I've always liked about the conference is I think we've always been just had that family feel and that like, we're going to all do this together. And this is the same. And so, you know, props to medical staff, props to, you know, our student athletes and the coaches too. It's uh, we're, we're dealing with a crazy, crazy thing that no one's ever seen. And to get two weeks in without issue, uh, you know, hopefully knock on wood, uh, we, you know, we can continue that trend. And uh, hey, man, we, we only need one more week, one more week to get in to have a Mac championship game officially. One, one so. more. Yeah. One more week to have the, the three, uh, three games. Three game minimum. Needed, yep. I, I, I want every team to play six. So I'm not stopping I agree. everybody. I agree. Um, let's let's go first to Tuesday. Um, we are East Division. How do you how do you like the fact that there's all East division games on Tuesday and all West on Wednesday. It's very interesting. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how I feel. About I love it, it. I love do you it. Do? I mean, I it, do. obviously it's a, it's a matchup, you know, it, it obviously like the, the games themselves have to match up that way for it to happen. But yeah, yeah I think it is cool. I think it gives certain fan bases a, a certain thing to look out for. Like, Oh, my night's Tuesday night and I can figure <laughs> out what's, what's going on and you know uh, on my side of the conference but you know scoreboard watch a little and yeah, see the other yeah. teams in your uh in your and i don't know i i just like it. i like the fact that it's this is how it's set up i can't tell you exactly why it's just that i do you know what me neither i was looking at the schedule the other day and i was like huh all east teams all west teams it was interesting yeah um well i'll, I'll just go through the games um 
sure. kind of, and, and we'll talk a, just to touch on a little bit on each. Uh, Ohio took on Akron. I think Akron, you know, held on really tough. Yep, and cool. um, and and Ohio, uh, Demontre Tuggle was uh, he was Demontre Tuggle. Yes, and, he was. Uh, and and uh, you know, leaning the Bobcats uh, lean on him all game. Uh, and and he you know put put together a, a really solid game. He yeah. had uh, uh, 139 yards on the ground, two touchdowns. Uh, you know, so he was our special teams player of the week last week. He came through in a big way. Um, you know, on the, on the running attack for this game, but but a good game, a tight game. Yeah. No, I was, I was just about to say, I I think we both know, even with fans, Peden, Peden stadium is a, is a tough place to win. Um, So I, I I give a lot of credit to Akron going in there, putting up a fight. I mean, it was a one score game until the fourth quarter. So yep. A lot of credit there. Uh, Next uh, up um, is uh, Kent playing Bowling Green. Uh, Props to the Golden Flash is 2-0 for the first time since 1988. And uh, again, if if we're highlighting any guy uh, during that game, it's Dustin Crum, who we've had on the show before, uh, 18 of 27 for 271 and four touchdowns. Yeah, the, the, the guy was slinging it all over the field. <laughs> I mean, we were, we were, we were watching the, all three games uh, that night, and he, he looked very impressive. Yeah, he hit I'm, – I'm looking here. He hit uh, seven different receivers during the game. Yep. Um, and, and, again – let's, let's just say that was also in three quarters. Yes. Uh, they, took, they took him out uh, for the fourth, rested him for the fourth. Um, yep. So – yeah, the uh-huh. weather was the, the weather was a little dicey. It was it was raining yeah. sideways at good old uh, Dwight Perry Stadium in Bowling Green. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Coach Leffler, I know he's he's uh, rebuilding the Falcons and and doing. You know, Kent Kent's just tough. Kent's tough. Yeah. Well, yeah. We've no, seen I mean, him now we for two weeks. They're flash the fast. They are flash yep. fast. Yep. Uh, the other game uh, was the game on ESPN, and and I mean Buffalo again. Uh, they they uh, took on Miami. We had AJ Maron, who I thought played a really good game, yep. um, and Buffalo. Just you know, the first two weeks, they're they're looking strong. Yeah, and I mean a lot like the the Akron Ohio game, right? I mean it was it was a scoreless, completely scoreless first quarter, um, you know, uh, between those two teams, and then yeah, I mean I think Buffalo got some momentum uh, towards the end of the second quarter, and really, honestly, never looked back. A couple huge um throws from their quarterback and obviously uh their run game is pretty stout between Jared Patterson and Kevin Marks um yeah. I think they both had a had a very good game rushing yeah. I think they combined for almost 130 close, yards close, or some close combined. to two, close to 200 a little over okay. Uh, okay. I'm looking yeah. here a little over uh 180 well I know um, you're our stats guy so yeah well you know <laughs> uh, but, but the, you know, the, the running attack was really good. Uh, but Kyle Van Trees threw for three fifty three, four touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, he was, he was phenomenal. And, uh, Antonio Nunn had some big grabs. Oh yeah. Absolutely. 137 yards, including a huge touchdown. So again, the Buffalo defense, uh, coming in, uh, to the season, people were really high on and, and, you know, the offense is rolling too. So they're, uh, clearly a team to watch. Uh, but that was our Tuesday night and we, we spent it again together in the, uh, command center. Uh, we did as, as we like to do. I, I love, I love it. And, um, you know, I always post my picture of the TVs. That's now yep. a staple. And, uh, <laughs> well, it's not usually pictured as the food that we're eating, but <laughs> it, it, trust me, it's there. Yeah. We, we kept it healthy. 
and, and that's good. And that's good. Uh, yeah, it's it's great. Again, being up there a lot easier this week, going from um, yes. six games yes. week one to three games. Absolutely. Okay, Absolutely. let's let's quickly talk about last night. Um, let's lead off with uh, you know what turned into it was it was a one score game and uh, buff. Uh, sorry, not ball, Buffalo, but Ball State uh, topping Eastern Michigan, uh, 38-31. Um, you know, what can you say about Mr. Caleb Huntley? Yeah, geez, what do you have, 204 yards, three touchdowns? Was, was just, I don't know, I don't have the stats. In yeah, front no, of me, I, that that's, that's what exactly I'm here for. That's why, that's why we're a good team. 34 yeah. carries, 34 carries. I mean, it's a lot Yeah, uh, for two. 204 yards and three touchdowns. Oh, so I was right off the top of my head. That's pretty good. Yeah. And, um, you know, he, he was, he was a man among boys. Is that right? right? Man among men? No, it was. I was going to say man among men, but yeah, man, whatever. Uh, and, and he, in, he had the game winner, uh, game yep. winning touchdown that they set up with, uh, I believe six seconds left, five, six seconds left. Uh, you know, a great game. Uh, that was on CBS and and uh, got Ball State in the win column. Yeah, yeah, I was just about to say. I mean, um, obviously, two really tight games to kick off the season for Coach New and and the Cardinals. Um, they they lost last week to to Miami in a one score game, and then they come back at home in Muncie and pull out this win. So good good momentum builder for for the Cardinals for sure. Yep. Then we'll go over to uh, the Central Michigan NIU game. Uh, Chippewas two and zero. Uh, you yep. know, they, they are continuing uh, from last season, uh, continuing where they left off in, in their winning ways. And, uh, you know, Daniel Richardson uh, had had another solid game. He didn't have to throw too much because they relied on, uh, you know, the running backs, uh, uh, Kobe Lewis and Lou Nichols, but yep. both had good games as well. But uh, again, uh, Chippewas uh, 2-0 and and look to be, you know, running full steam ahead. Yeah, absolutely. And credits to their coaching staff for just being able to build on, on what they did last year. I mean, we saw two years ago, I mean, th- that team was really struggling. And, you know, when Jim, Jim McElwain came in and, and really turned that program around, around last year and is continuing to, to build upon that this year, I think I agree. They relied on their running backs a lot last night. But, I mean, always having the threat of, you know, Khalil Pimpleton and, and, and receivers like that is is tough for any defense to handle. So. No, no question. And, and, you know, coach hammock, those guys are going to figure it out. Just like we talk about coach Leffler at BG and, yep. and, and coach Arth at Akron, you know, these are, these are schools that, um, you know, they, they just took over the program and they're going to get their yep. guys in there. They're going to get their philosophies in there and they're going to stick to their plan. So, you know, um, you know, NIU, you just keep at it, you know, that's, that's what they're going to do. And what's, uh, what's their thing. It's, it's the hard way, right? Yeah. <laughs> That yep. is. So yes. I mean, it's never. It's it's not always easy, but but like they say, you got got to do it the hard way sometimes. Yes, sir. Uh, so the final game, obviously, I left here. Yep. I, I mean, what can you say? It's been all over the place. Uh, Western Michigan, the the uh, fake spike to beat the Rockets, um, and I was I'm still just like, what did I watch? Because yeah. um, the it's not that they it's not that they won it's how and the preparation and on today's show we're going to be um uh you know featuring their their stud quarterback for for the broncos caleb ellaby um is going to be our guest and what's just impressive to me is that they 
pick up an onside kick, which in its own right was yeah, quite yep. a special team's play. And they were able to recover that ball. But the fact with no timeouts and how they got down the field and to have a play like a fake spike just drawn up and everyone being on the same page is just what's most impressive to me. Yeah, you know, it takes a lot of confidence to, to pull that off and a lot of trust. I mean, I think that says a lot between their coaching staff and their players to all be on the same page at the same time. Obviously, a lot of, of preparation went into that. And I think you, you have to have plays like that as, as a coaching staff just to have those things ready to catch people off guard in a situation like that. I mean, I was watching the game. It was 1230, like I said, at, at night, and I, I expected him to spike it. And I think we all did. Yeah. Um, no, so you, when it yeah. happened, I think our, 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 my jaw at least dropped and I will, I'll come out and say it. I've been, you know, working in this office for four years now. That was probably my favorite Matt game that I've ever watched. Yeah, it, it was incredible. Um, and, and being in the office, I knew you were at home. I, I, I wish we would both be in the office for that game, yeah. but, uh, yeah. And, and, you know, the world we're in and, and following all the social media stuff, I mean, it's still going. We're filming this, you know, the next day and people are still commenting on that play. And, it, you know, whether I feel for Toledo because their kids played a heck of a game. I mean, let's be yeah. honest. They they had they, they were up and, um, you know, had a great performance out of whether it was Eli Peters or Brian Kobach or, you know, the defense for the. You know, they just Western had it rolling there at the end. Sometimes momentum yep. carries you through. Um, and you know, Coach Candle will have them back in no time. And they, you just learn from things. I saw a bit of his press conference last night. You know, we're dealing with 18 to 21 year old kids, and they're going to learn from their mistakes and, uh, and get back out there. And that's kind of like how Toledo has always operated. So you can't worry about the Rockets. Uh, like yep. Coach Candle said, don't, don't feel bad. You know, no one's feeling bad for the ride. That's what he said in his, in his post game last night. And, uh, I, th- I think, you know, they, you just got to use it as a learning tool, but, um, yeah, the, 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 the Broncos just, yeah, mean, I mean, we, we saw it all. What I was, what I was getting at is you see this all and it's really cool that you turn on or have sports center on it to the game. And like Linda Cohn's like, how about that action? Like that's how they open yep. the show. Yep. You know, yeah, it's, it's beautiful stuff to see. You know, I, I think we touched on it a little bit, um, you know, with the medical professionals, but not, not everyone gets to see what goes on behind the scenes, all, all the work that goes into branding Maction in, into what it is and, and, and the work that goes into that. Um, and so to see it kind of come out and, and be on such a prime stage like it was last night was fantastic. Yeah, uh, to, to be, um, you know, when the other two games had ended that we previously talked about last night and the Western Toledo game was still going on. I mean, all eyes were on the game and yep. all I, I know several people who thought it, it was over. Um, and you know, uh, those people woke up this morning with a big surprise. Like what did I miss? You know? And, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, but, but, you know, that to be picked up and, and to have a moment, you know, you got to focus on, uh, what Western did and, and for those guys in that locker room, um, to be able to pull that off, um, you know, is, is gosh, credit to them. And you see stuff on sports illustrated and ESPN and every outlet you could think of. And it's just really cool for our conference and for Western Michigan to, yep. to you know, get all that, all that talk. 
we were the yeah. fourth trending topic in yep. all of Twitter last night, um, just below your show. I think it was just below The Bachelorette. Oh, Ted, don't. Oh, no, no. It was no, the CMA no. Awards. Yeah, I'm sorry. the CMA. Sorry. No, Maxion only uh, messes around with Tuesday Bachelorette, okay? Okay. So. <laughs> gotcha. I gotcha. Get your, get your facts straight before you come at me. No. <laughs> well, 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 look, uh, we're, we're going to get into our guest for today. Again, yeah. I mentioned uh, Caleb Ellaby. Uh, from Western Michigan, uh, sophomore quarterback. Didn't look like a sophomore uh, last mm-hmm. night. He, he had it all rolling and had that had that offense uh, all on the same page. And uh, just a really uh, great interview that I think everyone will really enjoy. So with that, let's uh, hear Caleb Ellaby. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Call to Action podcast. Uh, today we have a very special guest on. Uh, after uh, a, a wacky night of action last night, uh, none other than Western Michigan quarterback Caleb Ellaby. Uh, Caleb, um, yeah. First question is, what the heck happened last night? I would just have to say uh, it was a fun, exciting game. Uh, very interesting. Came down to the wire good hard fought battle that we that we end up winning i mean i'll ask i'll ask the next one i mean like how long did you guys have that play in the tuck and how long have you been waiting to use that or was it kind of just a, a last second call um you know we we've had that play at our disposal for a minute you know we we've definitely prepared for it we've practiced it um it's not too many times that you actually get to call it you know, but I think that's just a testament of, of preparation and being ready when, 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 the, when the play is called to, to be ready to execute. And um, we did that, and, and I was proud to see, and I'm glad that we did. And yeah, we, and, we, oh. go ahead. And let's back up a second. I mean, this all started with uh, unbelievable play by your special teams uh, crew to, to get the onside. And, again, uh, start, start from there. And just how the sideline was and how everyone was like, hey, we got this ball. Like, you know, what's going through your mind? What's going through the offense's mind once you get that once that ball back and you have the time back and, and just like, hey, you know, we, we can we can get this done and, and just take us through that mindset. I would just have to say um, that's kind of a testament of this team um, starting back to the, the, the late touchdown score. We, we scored late and. Uh, we kicked the extra point and we ended up missing it to, to be able to be down a field goal. Um, we came to the sideline, you know, we didn't hang our heads or anything like that. You know, he did a great job on, on getting the onside kick. That was a huge play without the onside kick. There is no victory. Um, and for us to be able to execute that was, was good. Um, once we got the onside kick, the sidelines, demeanor was simple we, we need to execute we need to score we need to come away with a touchdown and um you know I feel like we did a great job we stayed calm we stayed cool collected um we went out there we took what the defense gave us and, and you know we executed and was able to was able to score yeah and I mean what is what do you think this type of game kind of does for you guys momentum wise I mean first game you guys go you beat Akron you score almost 60 points and then you guys have another game like this. I mean, you guys have to be flying pretty high right now. Yeah, I would have to say, you know, the biggest thing is just worrying about ourselves right now. You know, just trying to get better each week from any way that we can. You know, we had a great performance against Akron. 
but we, you know, we didn't link up. We didn't look look at it too hard. We didn't, we didn't, you know, hang our heads on that one. We were getting ready for Toledo. Uh, we knew we were going to be battle tested coming into this week. You know, Toledo is a great team. Um, I'm proud of the way we fought and came away with the victory. We enjoyed it. Now it's time for the next one. I gotta be honest. I'm, I'm I'm sitting here talking to you, and you you have the quarterback speak down to a science, uh, and, and that's a good thing, you know. All team first and everything, and that's uh, I love hearing that. At the same time, I, I just got to hear again, like I, getting back to the play, and I know you guys the momentum and everything, but it, you know, with no timeouts left, again, take us through. Take us through that offensive series, getting down, and when, again, I, I guess I just got to get in my head, like, at what point do you know, hey, we're going to use a, a fake spike if it gets to a certain point? Like, I just need to know from my own personal, when, when does that happen? Like, when is that decision made? Is that just something you call? Like, again, take us through that, because that's just it's just wild to me while you're watching it, like, Everyone was on the same page. It was done to perfection. Yeah. I would have to say um, that's where communication comes into play. Um, before the onside kick, you know, as offense, you know, we always rallied up together. We was kind of talking about what we're going to what we're gonna do going out in the event that we do get the onside kick. Once we did get the onside kick, there was no question about what we were going to do. We knew we had to score. We was aware of the situation. No timeouts. Um, I think the backs did a great job, you know, with myself checking the ball down, kind of letting them get out of bounds, get as much as they can get out. I feel like they were very smart, um, understanding the play, understanding the clock management and, and, and being ready to be prepared. Uh, we had kind of discussed that, you know, prior, discussed the, the fake spike prior to going out, but, you know, who knew that we were actually going to use it? You know, it's, right. one of those yeah. things, it's one of those things that, um, you just always kind of prepare for it. And when it's called, you just got to be ready to execute. And once again, I was very proud of the team and, and the way that we did execute laid down the stretch. Yeah. I feel like we showed tremendous discipline being able to do that. I feel like we, we showed great chemistry, great communication while all being on the same page. And it was, it was good to see. Well, I mean, obviously the play went pretty, pretty viral last night. I think I opened my Snapchat this morning to, to see you raising your hands on the explore page. That was, that was pretty cool for me. Um, but did you, I mean, going through your, all that engagement on your socials and things like that, did you have a, a shout out from one particular person that, that, you know, kind of hit home for you? Always my mom. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. It's always mom. Um, she was able to make up, make it to the game. Nice. She brought all my little brothers. My my family was there. So it was good to get a win in front of her. And, uh, you know, it was a long drive her, for her coming from St. Louis. So it was it was, it was was good to, to send her home with a W. Sure. And uh, I'll get back to the engagement for a little bit. But, yeah, you, you mentioned you're from Missouri. You get a lot of a lot of shout-outs, a lot of texts from back home, I, I could imagine, last night and this morning. Yes, sir, I did. You know, we all kind of stick together as St. Louis athletes. You know, we all kind of support each other. We're all across the across the country playing football at different places, you know. It's just one of those things where support, you know. Uh, we just want to see each other succeed and do the best that we can. Yeah, and, and the, the question I really wanted to get at, Eric mentions um, the engagement 
and, you know, seeing on different apps. Again, uh, we were in the office last night and, you know, the game ends and automatically uh, SportsCenter starts and they're like, can you believe what we just saw, you know, and they're, they're leading in SportsCenter with it. And, you know, for, for us in the Mac, uh, whether we work in the conference office or whether you're a student athlete or coach, being on those shows or being on social media on these main accounts, like Eric mentioned with your arms raised and sports illustrated saying, you know, Mac is back just, you know, put, put, take the quarterback hat off for a second. And just, you know, as, as a student athlete, how cool is that, that you're able to, uh, you know, be the face and, and your team's able to, to watch all that um, over the last, well, not even 24 hours yet, but just, just, just to see all that on every account, it, w- it was everywhere. Yeah, it was definitely, I'm not going to lie. It was definitely cool. Cool to see. Um, <laughs> you know, that's everyone's dream is to be on those main accounts and things like that. Um, and just to kind of see, see your school, your team be on there for an incredible play was just, it was a surreal moment. You know, um, you know, I give all glory to the man upstairs. That's number one. But, um, like I say, that that moment is just, it was unreal. You know, words really can't even describe it. And, um, you know, my main focus is just getting back to that stage again. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I kind of want to talk about, you know, your experience with Coach Lester a little bit. You know, what does it mean to kind of have a guy who was in your position, I mean, not too long ago, um, to, to be your coach and ultimately and what, what kind of have you learned from him over these past few years um, from Coach Lester? Yeah, you know, Coach Lester was he was a pretty successful quarterback himself. You know, and um, anytime you can learn from someone who's actually played the position and was pretty successful at it, that definitely helps a lot. You know, we can connect on some things um, outside of outside of the field and, and on the field and it just kind of makes the relationship better. Yeah, and, and you also, uh, you know, you played, uh, what, five games your freshman year, and then you yes. you redshirt, and, you know, you, you were able to learn from John a bunch as well, and, yeah. uh, you know, uh, also a, a really good uh, Bronco quarterback. Yeah. You know, just having a guy like John uh, Wasik and, and uh, you know, Coach Lester bringing you through, uh, you know, how does that help you for a moment like last night? Well, like I said, if it's anything that I learned from John Washington, it would have to be preparation. Um, you know, he was he was on it. You know, I learned a lot from him taking notes, just watching how he prepared he, week in and week out. Um, and that's really kind of – I know everyone talks about the last play, and I, honestly that's kind of what it boils down to, preparation. Uh, focusing on the little details, trying to execute as best as you can. And um, when you have two great, you know, John and, and, and Coach Lester, who've been pretty successful quarterbacks, you try to learn any and every little thing that made them successful and try to implement it to yourself. Absolutely. And I think, I mean, we saw a lot, you guys had a lot of success on offense. I mean, all game last night, but I know uh, the fake spike got a lot of the attention, but I mean, to have guys like, you know, Sky Moore, Dwayne Estridge throwing, you get to throw to, I mean, how, how easy does that make that? Yeah, it is. You know, they're great receivers. You know, sometimes it just boils down to trust. You know, putting the guy, in, putting putting the ball in that area and letting them kind of go to work. You know, they're incredible athletes. Um, great speed, great hands, great route running ability. 
You know, it really doesn't get much better than that. Sometimes you just got to let your playmakers make plays. And speaking of plays, like what what's the conversation been like with with Jalen uh, at the end? Like, is that ball like to me? I don't know about you, Eric, but that ball to me when it was coming at me would probably feel like a golf ball. Like, oh, my God, if I dropped it or did it look like a beach ball to him, you know, like that's got to be just. No, I mean, I was watching it in the air and I was like, oh, man, like I, <laughs> I can't picture myself in that situation. Like being it's got to be tough being almost that wide open. You know what I mean? And no one expects you to catch it. Yeah. It, take us through what you've talked to him about po- post play. Uh, well, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to start off pre-play um, like earlier in the game. I think it was the third down. Uh, I tried to step up in the pocket. He came up in late down the middle of the field. Um, I think I overshot him a little bit. And, um, you know, I came over to him to the sideline. I said, hey, I'm coming right back. I'm going to hit you. And um, just to think that his next catch would be the game-winning catch, <laughs> it's just like, what are the odds, you know? Um, but I think that's a testament once again to – to the team and, and, and how we communicate and, and how we are as a team individually. I, it's just, you know, keep battling, keep battling. You never know what's gonna happen. Just be ready when your number's called. And he was, he delivered. And um, like I say, we won. Yeah, and I, and I mean, speak, speaking of just being ready and moving on to the next week, you guys got Central Michigan next week. You know, huge Mac West game on ESPN too. You know, what do you guys expect from them, and, and, and what are your plans moving forward to that game? Uh, Central Michigan, you know, it's always a tough a tough team. You know, they're very well coached. Um, it's rivalry. You know, rivalry games are always, you know, a little bit more on the line. You're going to prepare a little bit more harder than, than usual. You know, um, ultimately, you know, our focus has to change. It's been about us, and it's still about us. You know, we're just trying to go out there and execute and be as best as we can and have fun while doing it. No, that's great. And, and you know, you, you it's a it's a huge testament. And we could tell uh, on our show right now that you're a, a really humble guy, a, a big team guy, which is clearly uh, that's fantastic always to hear. Um, but, you know, you, you, you're off to a great start. That's six, six uh, TDs, no INTs. Not trying to jinx you on our little podcast here. But, um, you know, what's, what's working for you personally? I mean, you know, this is the first time you've just been handed over the rain. I mean, I know you came in in an injury situation your freshman year. But, you know, you, you were the guy from day one this year, um, from the start of the season. You know, what's, what's working for, for you? Uh, I would just have to say um, the focusing on the little details. Uh, I know it. I know it sounds cliche, but I really do feel like it. Like it makes a difference. And kind of how we we discussed earlier on on, on the big plays. You know, it, it boils down to the little details. You know, um, and like I say, as, as the quarterback of the team, as the leader of the team, you know, leading by example and, and getting guys to be the best that they can be is really what's important and you know I've been trying to focus on that as a leader you know coming together as one playing as one having fun while doing it um it seems small but I feel like it make a big difference in the long run yeah and I I mean you mentioned having fun I I I think we kind of skipped over one of the big questions on on the mood in the locker room after I mean was everyone dancing what 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 was kind of the feeling (laughs) 
<laughs> in that in that Western locker room afterwards. It, it was definitely exciting atmosphere, man. Um, you know, we were all excited just just to be able to to, to see the fight of this team. You know, um, being put in that situation, um, seeing how we responded was just. I think that was the most exciting part for me, you know, honestly. Um, obviously, you know, I'm glad we won and things like that, but to really see the fight that we had together as one was, it topped everything. Yeah, you, you could tell it was a total team win and that you mentioned it earlier. You, you know, you can't ever uh, give up and you got to, you know, you got to keep chopping away at it because you never know what could happen. And I think, uh, I think that's kind of a, a mainstay with, um, action in general and just uh, that's what people want to see and the fact that uh, and I guess you can you can answer it this isn't really a question but I, I just think it's always really cool that you know the Mac and November football and midweek that's that's who we are and the fact that this game was on ESPN last night and the only game I mean you know by the time it was ending our other games in the conference were over all eyes were on the game and uh I just think that that's, that's got to be, from a student-athlete perspective, just a really cool feeling that you are on the ESPN and then all this stuff's coming out after and, and that you guys are able to show out and come back in front of the nation. Yeah. I, I, it's a little saying that I heard when I was younger. It's the, the football games in November are the ones to remember. And uh, I definitely feel like this was a game to remember. Well, I think we're going to have to put that on a T-shirt, Jeremy. <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're going to take that and run with it. I like, I like yeah. it. Love that. Love that comment. That was great. That was great. No, I, I mean, Caleb, we really appreciate you coming on today. Before we go, we usually try and just find out a little little more about who you are off the field with a couple rapid-fire quick questions. So we kind of have you answer with the first thing that jumps to your mind. Um, uh, my, my first question is, you said, you know, St. Louis athletes kind of kind of stick together. Who did you kind of idolize growing up? I know the Rams aren't aren't there anymore, but who who did you grow up watching that you kind of idolized in St. Louis? I would if, if we're talking quarterbacks, I would have to say Peyton Manning. Um, I, I'm just a fan of him. You know his grit, the way that he pre- prepares for the game, and, and his success that he's had. Um, I was actually I was actually very blessed to be able to meet him. I went to his camp when I was younger. Um, just kind of. To be in the face of Peyton Manning is like, dude, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. And, and fun, you're... Fact, fun fact, Jeremy, I actually saw um, Peyton Manning's last game ever, the Broncos Super Bowl. Got to see it in person. Wow. Oh, yeah, that's right. You were uh, – yep. uh, I, I saw his last year. They played the Browns the last year, and I was at the game. Um, yeah. I that's that's pretty cool. I like. Yeah. I I think I kind of knew that fact, but I forgot who was in the game. I knew you were. Figured Super I'd bring Bowl. it up since it came game. up. But yeah, yeah, it's a little bragging, but it's okay. Yeah, a little we'll, bit. Okay. <laughs> well, being but being from the St. Louis area, right? I mean, how how far outside of St. Louis do you live? Or I'm home? St. Louis. Oh, okay. So so being in Kalamazoo, just what's you know a few things that you just always miss about back in St. Louis. I would definitely have to say the food. Uh, okay. That's definitely number one. Um, obviously, family, um, friends. You know, just, yeah. Just what, what's what's the food? I mean, what's what's I the know. one place or what's the thing that you just when you go back home? Like, what's we have spots? Like, if I'm out of town or I, I lived uh, outside of Cleveland, um, 
back and then when I'd come home, there's like those spots that you have to go. Where where are yours in St. Louis? Uh, I would have to <laughs> say Emo's Pizza, okay. which is which is a St. Louis style pizza with Dan Crest. Um or I would have to say that's a good question. <laughs> well, I was gonna ask, what's what's the big difference uh, with St. Louis barbecue? I know it's like a, a big thing. Is there is there a certain difference you notice from having barbecue from other places? It's definitely a little sweeter in St. Louis. It's it's true. I lived in I lived outside of Kansas City. Yeah. I did my internship at uh, Kansas, and uh, when I lived there, I had never experienced, uh, you know, Midwest real barbecue, wow. and. And all I'll say, Eric. Like St. Louis now, so Kansas City ain't like St. Louis. No, no, I know, I know. I've had, I've had both. I've been to St. Louis, and and there is a difference. But I come down to at the end of the day, the best barbecue for me is the place where you go in and you get like a paper plate. Like they'll give you a paper plate and like a red Solo cup. Yep. And there, and there is like just paper on the table like nothing fancy they just put it on it those are the those are the spots whatever that spot is that's it yep i would have to agree with you (laughs) yeah no no matter where if it's carolina if it's kansas city if it's st louis type of barbecue you have that kind of spot that's a spot that you want to try i think no doubt where where's that spot is there something that jumps out in st louis what's the there's too many to name i'm I'm all right it's too many in the name. All right, all right, Eric. You got one last question? Uh, no, that's all oh. I had. All right, well, shoot, I, I could talk barbecue all day. It sounds good. Know, it's it's close, it's getting close to dinner time. But hey, uh, Caleb, this was awesome having you on again. Uh, thank uh, you for having me. No, yeah, I'm great, definitely appreciate it. Um, I'm glad we was able to chop it up. Look forward to doing it again. Yeah, sure. No doubt. And, you know, you, you and your team have a lot to be uh, proud of last night. Just just overall just fighting uh, in that game and, and doing it. And, uh, you know, the play that people are still our, – our Mac account is still – the videos are still getting viewed and people are still saying it. And, it, and it's uh, – you know, the, the, uh, the only thing I'll leave is, like, another game that just always sticks out to me. And I've been doing this a while at the Mac now that always sticks out is the seven overtime game Western yep. play Buffalo and there's seven overtime. Mm-hmm. And uh, it seems like there's always something crazy happening in Kalamazoo. Yep. There's always Kalamazoo yep. or that, that, well, that game that I guess that seven overtime game, I think was actually in Buffalo, but it's, yeah, it's always something with the, it's always something with the Broncos. Yeah. Always something with the Broncos. <laughs> well, we, uh, you know, we look forward to uh, talking to you again and, uh, you know, keep in touch. But uh, again, uh, congrats to you, your teammates and uh, coaching staff. And, and uh, thanks for coming on. Yeah. Thank you for having me. You guys have a good one. You too. All right, everyone. That was Caleb Ellaby, Western Michigan. Uh, what a humble guy. Yeah, too humble. I think he, he, I wanted him. I wanted him to come out here and take credit and say, "Hey, yeah, I, I called that at the line. No big deal. We just kind of went went with it, and, and and it worked out." But no, I mean, yeah, like you said, great guy, humble guy. Obviously, a lot of preparation going into that game. Um, and yeah, great interview. Take, takes a guy like that. I mean, seemed cool, calm, and collected as our first time ever talking to him, and yep. level headed. And that's the kind of guy you want in those situations, right? Absolutely. Absolutely.
by the but he he was he was adamant that St. Louis barbecue is different than Kansas City barbecue. I've never had it, so I, I wouldn't well, know. It is different. It I is different. I don't right? know if I ventured out of uh, Ohio barbecue other than um, Red Smoke in Detroit when we go okay. for the MAC championship, which which is good. But yeah, we one day we'll get you some real stuff. But he yeah, was. Yeah. I'm glad that Caleb shared my um, you know sentiments about your passion, you know, the, the the passion for barbecue. Um, but yeah, it was great to hear from him and just kind of how everything unfolded there uh, at the end of the game. Because watching it to hear someone that was on the field and directing it all is is just really cool. I had so many questions I probably could have still asked him. And um, yeah, it was really, really, really yeah. great interview. Absolutely. And I know we're recording this on, on Thursday. Um, well, it'll probably be put out today, too. But um, sadly, our games are over for the week. Uh, we don't yeah. we don't have college uh, or MAC football, but we do have um, college game day from Augusta this week. What are your What are your thoughts on that? Uh, I can't wait. Uh, you know, I'm I'm ready for the for the Masters. Uh, the guys are going off. We had a little slight delay, which I was ready to like wake up after last night. I didn't get a lot of sleep, but I was neither ready. did I. Yeah, I was ready to just watch, and it kind of helped me out a little. I was able to get some work done. And, uh, you know, get into the Masters as as we're taping this. Tiger Woods minus four. Um, that's a good strong start for Mr. Tiger. Um, and uh, I know people will be excited to. You know, it looks like he'll be primed for a for an all weekend watch for sure. Yeah, so, I was gonna say. If he, I'm excited if he for he the Masters. Yep. Yeah, if he if he makes it through the cut, you can you can expect that that red on Sunday, and uh, I wouldn't put it past him to to win it again. So I'm uh, I'm really excited for that. No doubt. No doubt. And then we'll be back. We'll be back with Maxion on Tuesday. So we're going to go, you know, masters. We got a little Thursday night football tonight. Then we got the masters and we're going to have like Monday night football and then we're back. Yeah. And so as a sports fan, it's great. And for uh, us, it works out perfectly for us. Yeah, it's great. And, and hopefully we, I don't know if it can come close to the exciting finish we had uh, last night between the Broncos and Toledo, but uh, you know what, with Maxion, anything is possible. Anything's possible. Well, uh, it was a great show today. We'll be back next uh, week uh, with some more special guests from around the conference uh, and and look forward to those uh, six games that we have going on. But, you know, until then, get some action. Get some action.